everyone, welcome to our channel. This is At Home of Love. Uh, I'm here with my wife and we just want to share a little bit more of our story. Uh, we did a video, our first video, if you haven't watched it yet. Um, we bought a house. We are in the middle still of renovation. We actually moved in. But in that video, we kind of share a little bit of uh, a little bit of the background of our family. You know, uh, our family has a testimony. We went through a very hard season of our lives where I walked away from my home, three year divorce. Um, I basically walked away from God, walked away from my home. I was in a very dark season of my life uh, for a very long time. And my wife um, at the time decided to stand for marriage. And a lot of you not, may not know that concept. What is standing for marriage? Well, I don't think I knew that concept even back then. Yeah. Or that I just somehow stood for marriage. I It was really something that the father gave me through a dream yeah. and through words. And I just, and when I mean words, I mean his word. And the more I got closer to the father, I, or reading his word, I realized there's a lot in the word that says that nothing is impossible for you. Yeah. And that you will leave the 99 to go after that one. Well, what if my husband is that one? And what if no one's praying for him? except me. And I just felt like the father just really began to speak to me and really gave me a promise that he was going to restore my marriage, but it was going to take me choosing to really trust him in the midst of it all. I'm just lucky, I guess, that she chose to do that. No, don't say lucky. Well, I, I'm blessed. Let's just say that. Because right now, I could only say, uh, I mean, I think you probably saved my life, to be honest. I was going down really... Uh, I didn't save your life. I'm sorry, I'm going to tweak him. It's <laughs> <laughs> all God. Because it was by the grace of God. It's, it's God. Because I had to hold yes, on to him. Yes, but you made the choice. Yes. You that, had to that's make important. a choice. That's the key right there. Yeah. That you have to say... Yes. But not only, not only did you make a choice, right? Mm -hmm. You made a choice. Um, you know, I ended up coming back home. And I returned home and it was a, a very long journey of just being restored. You know, I came back with a lot of baggage. I came back with just a lot of uh, brokenness and shame. And mm -hmm. um, matter of fact, for the past two years, the Father has been, God has been really dealing even with those areas. And and healing a lot of areas in, 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 in my life. It's been a journey. It's been a 13 year journey since yeah. our I do's or since our we remarried. Yeah. But it started with, with you choosing mm -hmm. to stand. You choosing to um, stand in the gap and, and pray for me and cover me. And um, yeah, I have family members praying too. And, and just God is so faithful um, in answering that prayer. It's like you said, he goes after that one leaves the 99 goes after that one well in that season i was that one and you know i chose to return home and frankly the whole journey slowly had you know you're choosing in mm -hmm. i think the first the the first encounter that i've ever had with agape love that unconditional love um was with you just the way you loved me through everything even when things got hard again well, we, you know, came back together because things are not going to be, you know, 
oh, we're got restored. Eh, everything's everything's lovely. Everything's fixed. Everything you know, there's there's it's a journey. It's a process. Mm-hmm. Um, and through the process, you know, no, you, you weren't perfect, but you loved me very well through it. Um, and I, and I think I honestly encountered God um, through this whole the whole thing. And I'm reminded of this Bible verse, you know, um, I forget the I forget the Bible verse. I'll put it in the comments. It's in Corinthians, um, where he talks about marriage and and you know, at towards the end, he's saying, Wife, you don't know I think it's first Corinthians chapter seven, something. Yeah. He says, You don't know if if the way you handle the situation will not only only bring your spouse to me, to God, or to you. you not know only will your spouse be restored back to the father, but, but yeah. restored back to your to your home in the way you've you've handled the situation and and um, i think your boldness and and your tenacity to say yes even when all the people thought you were crazy because you're beautiful i mean she's gorgeous like she really is she could have moved on i could not have moved on yeah, she could. no she's so beautiful no i can the, the re okay the reason i'm saying that is because I had the word of the Lord where he told me that he was going to restore my marriage. So if I moved outside of that, then I was stepping into disobedience for what God had for me. Oh man! So my yes and my choosing into that was I was choosing into God's original plan in which the enemy tried to go in there but everything God does, even when the enemy tries to come, his plans are good. So, and even when the enemy tries to come to steal, kill, and destroy, but you're standing in his word and you're holding on to him in that Psalms 91, he who dwells in that secret place. And I think for me, that's where I was at. I, I had no idea what I was doing, except... I'm here. I'm showing up, Father. Help me. Teach me. Like, what's like? what do I do? And the first thing he taught me was to abide in him. Hmm. And abiding means you don't move from that place of intimacy. And I remember for months and months just, just going into that secret place and just like, you teach me. I just want to know you. I want to know you. I want to, until this day, it's the same thing. It's the same prayer. I want to know you. I want to know your thoughts. Like, I, I take me deeper. Like yeah. that will never change. Um, but it's that choosing of. I'm saying yes to you, the promises that you have for me. But it all starts in that place of knowing the Father first and being intimate with Him. And I couldn't do that unless He taught me how. Yeah. You know, it's crazy too because the Word of God says, you are my friends if you do what I say. And many of us want to grow in friendship with Him, but we second guess or have a hard time doing what He says. My bride, my wife, in a very dark season, chose to do what He said. And it was not easy. It was three years, three years, guys, three years of her praying and me showing no signs of hope that I was coming home. In fact, I would tell her she was crazy. So why? What, what is your problem? Like, you know, and and in the midst of that. I can laugh about it now. Yes. She chose. She chose. Yes. And, and here's here's what's cool about it. It it goes with everything. 
It's with everything. It's not just standing for marriage. It's not, I mean, even this house, like where we're at right now. I mean, we're living in utter mess right now. But I know for a fact that the Father, God, had this house set aside for us. And in times where it seemed impossible, it seemed impossible, I could hold on to his work because his word said this was my house. Um, and I'm able to run to him. I'm able to uh, believe in him. And that's the hope that we have. That's mm -hmm. the hope. And that's the hope we want to encourage you with. Um, because even now, you know, yes, we, we went through a three-year wars, got restored our marriage. We've been through a journey of getting closer together, actually working on our marriage and actually working on our intimacy. Um, the father has healed me out from, from shame. And I'm actually being able to lead my home uh, for the first time in, in years. And I don't have that shame of like, oh, Father, God, I need to repay you for everything I've done. I need to repay my wife for everything I've done. Say, like, no, I am being, I'm, 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 I'm a son. He loves me and he's equipped me for all of this. Um, it's been a, an incredible journey of healing. But even now, it just, it never ends. You, you, you only go deeper and deeper and deeper um, into his presence and in every situation, um, every situation. Mm -hmm. I mean, how can you like right now in, in our current lives, you know, I mean, I know this house is a perfect example on how we need to continue standing in his words, continue mm -hmm. standing in what he said, continue standing in intimacy with him. Cause if not, we'll go crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's that, I mean, one of the things is living by faith. You can't touch yeah. it, can't see it physically. You know what I mean? It's trusting God. Yeah. It's really, when you open the word, it's every word in there is still active and it's alive. It's like words that come out and they're doing something. And that's how... I think it's, it's, it's changing your perspective is asking the father to open your understanding to help you. Um, because it's, I don't know how else there is no like formula. Mm -hmm. There is no, it's going to take you this time. I mean, we've been in this journey for 13 years after we were you know, restored after he came in. And the past two years have been one of the hardest years. And yet at the same time, it's been one of the best years because, and I guarantee you that maybe next year will be another layer that God peels off in our marriage and it gets better and it gets better, but it's constantly walking in, Father, I trust you. Yeah. What would you say this year have been hard? Like if you were to put it into simple words where people would understand, because I've been, I've been living it with you. Like, what can you possibly say? This two well, years have been like. We used to have a channel called BTG Movement mm -hmm. where we talked a lot about marriage and we shared a lot of details about what we went through and how God restored us and we were giving hope. And then God cut that off. Like completely, he began to speak to me. I just began to feel things that, um, that it didn't make sense. Like, why am I feeling this? Like I'm actually feeling hurt and I'm actually feeling these things, 
But here I am telling people that that was already done with. Mm -hmm. What I didn't realize, because we don't know our own hearts unless the Father is the one that reveals the deep things in our hearts and brings things to light. And he pretty much said, it's time to feel. And I just remember the father began to tell me it's time to end our channel. It's time to close all that down because you need, we, you need to begin in a season of feeling and sitting with me, with God. So the past two years has looked like the first year looked like, I mean, 20, I mean, 2019, I literally thought if I am pushed any little bit more, I'm going to drown. Like there's no way father that you can continue to challenge me. You can continue. Like I felt like this onion just constantly being peeled and peeled and all of these emotions of, I was mourning, mourning the fact that, uh, my story wasn't like those around me, my community where, you know, I've known my husband since I was eight. My hope was always, like, I always knew that I was going to marry him. And I, my prayer was that my first boyfriend be my husband. And it wasn't like that. And, you know, I ended up, I had a husband before you who passed away while I was eight months pregnant with my oldest. And the story just, it was one thing after another. I never saw di us divorcing. And it, so there was this, I had almost stopped feeling all those years just so that I could focus on you and the family. Yeah. And I felt like God said, okay, now it's time for you because you have to feel because that's the only, you have to be able to talk about it and express it because the only way you're going to heal. Yeah. And, it, and it's crazy because God, God is just, he's so faithful. You know, we were in Georgia at the time. He literally told us to go travel. We traveled for six months. Mm -hmm. We had a lot of fun with our kids. And still, there was a lot of like anxiety attacks and things going on even in that time. He picks us up, moves us, puts us in Greenville in the midst of a community that is just absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. Puts leaders in our lives, begin pouring in us. Basically gives us a two-year Sabbath of us not having to share anything. Mm -hmm. Just focusing on each other, the ministry I'm a part of, working in a garden. It, it's been... It was a complete new... Yes, um, I begin being mentored. I begin growing in, in maturity when it comes as, as a husband, as a man in my home in these two years. And, and me then also trusting what it looks like to be under your leadership. Even though I'm your helper, but what it is to fully trust you. Yeah. And, and what it's done, it, the picture I had was uh, of someone running a marathon. And... You know, I, I feel like God was taking my wife and saying, you've done so well. Thank you. Let me take care of you now. Um, she's had to be strong for so long. And the father that's, did a, a miraculous work in my life where as a husband. The, he started with you. He started with me two, in, in these two, two years. years. The, moment, the, moment he, uh, the moment the alignment in our home became biblical, mm -hmm. it became the right alignment in our home. What, what happened is instead of me, you know, moping around with all my shame, I actually gave it to him. He healed me from it. And I, often? I, I was able to, mm -hmm. offense was big in, in me. Like mm -hmm. she couldn't tell me anything without me getting offended. Um, and now I was able to 
step up. It took me choosing into it, of course, and, and step up into the role that God has called me to. And it created this, this space. We used to talk about safe place. You always yes. talked about me being a safe place for you when you came home. Mm-hmm. And I felt like for the first time, you were a safe place for me to open up. I'm telling you, we were going drives and she was a mess right next to me in the car for hours. Four hours every day. We would coffee, go for a drive, look at houses. And there was it, what it did, the alignment in our home created space for my bride, my wife, to actually feel and actually deal with the things that she's had to go through with God and community. It's very important to be able to get to that place. Um, and I just remember, I just really began, like you began to, there were times... <laughs> Where you got really coach-like. I was trying. Until this day, you sometimes learning. get coach-like. I'm very coach-like because I'm a fixer yes. in nature. I like to fix things. If it's but broken, we, I'm going to fix it. But we've learned to work through all of that. Yeah. You know what I in mean? In fact, in fact, he, here's what's crazy. And I'm talking to you husbands out there. It, maybe you guys have been through it. Maybe, and we're not going to sugarcoat it. We're going to tell you. Maybe God has restored your marriage and you're in a spot where it's like difficult. You don't know what to do. I'm telling you, I was in the car. And this one was in meltdown mode. Uh, we were in front of uh, that furniture place. And I'm getting, I'm, I'm listening. And a lot of times I listen to, to, to reply or I'll listen. And in my head, I'm already fixing the problem. And I'm getting ready to speak. And man, Holy Spirit says, I need you to be quiet right now. I just want you to listen. Just listen. Allow her to release everything. And I remember I went on a hike with, with Chad, my leader at church. And he, he said, Armando, the father is telling you, man, you, you got to get out of the way. He is doing something deep in your wife and you are not Christ. You are not the Messiah. You need to get away. You're not, you don't need to fix her. She's okay. She's in a tough spot, but God himself put her there because he wants to deal with things in her, in her heart that she has not allowed him to deal with. And I was like, okay. So I leaned into Holy Spirit. I said, Holy Spirit, help me. And I'm telling you, he, he will begin to help you. Um, as you begin to align yourself as the husband he's called you to be at home, um, no matter what you've been through, I'm telling you right now, the moment forgiveness hits, the moment truth is meant to set us free, you need to and move on and gift. move forward. It is a gift. And tears to me in this season were a gift. Yeah. Because it was like, I remember my leader, um, Wendy, um, Chad's wife, she was like, have you ever just sat with the father and just (laughs) told him? Yeah. How you truly feel. How you really feel. Because (laughs) he already knows your thought. Yeah. Have you sat with him? And I remember I was like, how do I do that? How do I do that? Like, I mean, I know intimacy with him. I know intercession. I, I know how to pray. Like, but I, for whatever reason, never thought about, re- I mean, I had gone to the father with, this is how I feel and this is my cries, but I, I really had no idea that he wanted uh, vulnerability. All of you. That you wanted all of the me. The ugly, the pretty, everything. And I remember sometimes even apologizing to the father. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I went like, like, and then I would pick up the word and, and I would just, no, because this is what your word says. And it was so exhausting. And I remember sitting there 
And I, and, and it was the most awkward. I just sat there. I said, okay, Holy Spirit, I'm here. And did you go to car? No, no. I sat, you took the kids out and I sat on the sofa and nothing. It was like silent. It was like, all, like I, I knew he was in the room. I got, he's always with you. It was like you set up a date with him and I had to take the kids. And I had nothing to say. And I was, it was so awkward for me. Like I nothing, like I couldn't express. And I'm like, Wendy, this did not work. She's like, <laughs> did you do it in the moment that you were upset? Or did you, can I just, so I remember I waited till all these emotions started like coming back up. And I just got in the car and I just began to just like tell him just how I really, really was feeling. I was felt disappointed and I was tired of waiting for, for, for certain promises. And I was, and I was upset at the fact that all these people around, there's so many people around me whose stories are so beautiful. And yet I had to go through such a hard, like I was really mourning, um, and that just began to, I literally had a, a picture of the father just sitting right next to me doing this. And he was just listening to me. Like I felt for the first time that he was just embracing me and he was there and he can take it. God can take it. Like he can take it. He's not going to get offended. And it was the first time that I felt like, mm, the enemy could no longer, I mean, I was even dealing with depression. Like he could no longer, there wasn't this way, he couldn't keep me down because now I was expressing it, yeah. my real thoughts and emotions to the father. And I knew that the father wasn't angry with me. He was actually proud that I was actually opening up to him. Yeah. And, you know, I just, to me this year, cause you asked me how this year, this year to me, the, the breakthrough, the turning point was when we went to, um, our the marriage retreat, marriage retreat. What? That was powerful. And I remember sitting there one, we never had counseling. I mean, we've mm -hmm. had like marriage counseling. We, uh, we've had God. <laughs> in the community that we were in right now, but I've um, never been to a marriage retreat. And I remember he was sitting right next to me and I remember the father speaking so clearly to me saying, you need to tell him that you forgive him. And I felt so offended. I was like, what? I was like, what do you mean that I need to tell him? I'm pretty sure I've I mean, said, this happened months this ago, guys. Been months like ago. a 13 year journey how is it that you're telling me, Father, that I I have to tell him that I forget? I've already given it to you. Like, I already told you. And when I said that, I realized that I couldn't think of a moment where I actually went to him and said, I forgive you. It was always, I already forgave you and I've already given it to the Father. And it was a never, I forgive you to him. And thank God for God who knows how to redeem and restore and heal. And he knows the, he just knows the, the right time and the moments. And, and right there, like I remember saying that and he just broke and I broke down crying and I just began to feel this like 
Oh, gosh, you know, like ugly weight. crying, ugly, like ugly, ugly. like ugly. just yes. like God was just breaking that off of us. And at the same time, um, someone begins to pray for me, and they said, "You need to mourn." That was the last, the last day. Of the you night. need to mourn the loss of your first husband. And I never got to do that. I never got to mourn the death of my husband. And I always painted it to people because we moved on so quickly. I think I, I lost my husband when I was eight months um, pregnant. But we had, you were my first love and you were there at the funeral. Yeah. And somehow God it's brought a, us a back together when Jaylee, my oldest, was about three to four months. Mm -hmm. And we got married as soon as she was like nine months. And, and I just had to paint this picture as if I was never really in love with my first husband and, you know, and I was, and never talked about it. And I, and, and I'm, it's like, even my family was like, Shayla, you never expressed your feelings. You never mourned, you never. And I remember crying out because I would cry in private as, as, to what took place that day. He was my husband and I loved him. And I lost him in a tragic car accident. And I mourned his death for so long. And and I remember telling you about it. And you just, and I said, I, I said, I actually loved him. Like I loved my first husband. And I and I've never been able to mourn him because I didn't want to hurt your feelings. Mm -hmm. And I and, and it was just it was like I was trying to cover up so many emotions. Yeah. And I remember you embracing time. me mm -hmm. and telling me that it was okay. And you wanted to listen to me. Like you actually wanted to listen to how I truly felt. And you didn't, you weren't offended and you weren't hurt. And that brought so much freedom. Like I understood the gift of mourning. Yeah. Like yeah. I understood. Yeah. The gift to mourn a dream or something that you would that you were expecting and didn't get to live it out. And the mourning of a death or a loved one or the fact that, you know, another, like we've tried to conceive for the past nine years and I haven't been able to get pregnant, you know, because of, I had to hide my tubes and that's a whole different other story that Maybe I another will story time. Soon, story time <laughs> that I will share. But I, even that, I had the word of the Lord that he was going to give me, a, that he would, that I would conceive. And just even, like, just all of that. Um, I, and to me, it's the, it, this year has been a gift to be able to mourn with the Father and be, it's this release and healing that's taken place. And all I can say is that before I used to feel like the Father was kind of far I mean, he wasn't, he was close enough, but still far. I, I told, I told you, I was like, sometimes I, I see God as just kind of being serious. And recently, I would say for the past month, I think like I see the father and I can honestly see myself sitting in his lap and he's just embracing me. Even in the midst of like last week, I was a hot mess. Yes, it was a it was a not a nice week for me. And yet the one picture that I had was him embracing me and holding me. Yeah. 
And that can only come from a place of continuing to push through, continuing to persevere, continuing to stand in that place that, Father, I trust you regardless of how things look like in the natural. It's the Psalms 55 verse Isaiah where Isaiah 55, where, where he talks about his word coming out of his mouth and it will accomplish his desires what he sent it to you and it will prosper. And when I read that, that his word will prosper, I, don't, I really had to sit there and say, Father, forgive me for doubting you. Because the moment you give us a promise and we hold on to it, that word will do what he sent it, what he told it, it will do. Mm -hmm. That word is active and is alive and it will prosper at his perfect timing. And that's my hope. Like he is hope. He is my hope. And I feel like even this week when I felt like, anxiety coming over me and all of this financial and, and the house is looking like a mess and we're living in the midst of like unknowns. He, re, in his goodness, he remind he like picked me up and reminded me of every time he was faithful. And I think sometimes when you're feeling in that place of, of hopelessness, you need to remind yourself, go back and be like, God, physically open your mouth and say, this is who you are because this is what you've done for me. And you're still the same and your word is still good. And, and I just feel like this praise, like Wednesday, like I just feel like this praise began just because I was remind, he was reminding me of how faithful he had been all this time and how faithful he is and his word, it will prosper and it just brought so much faith and hope in life. Like whatever was weighing on me, it was almost as if immediately left. But I had to choose into that moment. Yeah. And a lot of times too, you know, in the past, before you, you get to know, because when you get encountered like this, like mm -hmm. Father, you get to choose, you have to choose to live differently with the wisdom that you have received. Um, so when things go like this and you're having a bad week and, and it's almost like a reminder of, I need to go back into his lap and share with him mm -hmm. how I truly feel right now. Um, you get to choose to live differently. Many times um, also, you got to remember that when things get stirred up, you know, yes, the enemy is a liar. He's always uh, coming at, doing things to, to try to mess up. But a lot of times the father really wants to deal with the very deep things in you. Mm -hmm. And he is an expert on stirring things up to bring things up to light, you know, shine your light, expose the truth, open our eyes, Holy Spirit, help us. That's a prayer that, uh, you know, Mama Wendy says all the time. And it's like, when you pray that, when you allow him to do these things, there's going to be things that look messy that he wants to deal with. Um, and it's not for you to shove it down deeper because that's what we did for so many years. It's not for you to hide it. It's not for you to put it in the closet. It's not for you to, I don't want to deal with this right now and move on. It's for, for you to actually deal with it in the moment and know that he is faithful to, to bring hope in that and, area. And it's knowing that he's good. Yeah. And it doesn't matter where you see yourself at or what you've gone through or what you're still waiting for, that he is good and that his plans are good and that he is faithful. And yeah. he only knows what is the next right step. 
And I just want to leave you, if that's okay with Psalms 18, just a little encouragement. Um, It says, I will love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. And I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, so shall I be saved from my enemies. And go ahead and read the whole thing. The whole thing, I really encourage you because this is David crying out to the Father when his enemies are coming against him. And his cry goes before the Father and he hears it, God hears it. And he gets off of his throne. And And the rest of the Psalm is God himself fighting for David, it's such a beautiful picture of the Father right now, how he is for you. Like your prayers, your cries go before him and he's not stuck in his throne. He's actively working in your behalf because his plans are good for you. So I really wanna encourage you, if you've been feeling like you wanna give up on God's promises, you, you haven't seen anything for years, don't lose hope, don't give up, Stand firm. He's faithful. Nothing is impossible for him. Nothing. Nothing. You need to have that childlike faith. Sometimes when I hear my kids talking and we're making up stories and and the most, it's like we're like this superhumans and we're doing all this stuff, but it's, it's, that's how God is. Like there's nothing that's, that's hard for him. That's impossible for him. We can find rest in him. And I think in this time, if you're feeling weary, stop what you're doing, throw your list away and sit with him and simply ask him, can you help me with the next step? Because I don't know what to do. Can you lead me in a relationship? Can you show me the depths and the width and the height of your love? And it's just being in that place where he'll begin to open your eyes and your understanding of who he really is so that you can know who you are. And that makes such a difference because you'll know every day when you wake up, the authority and the power that was given to you, what is available for you every day, that through Christ, you can do all things because he strengthens you, that you can ask anything in his name. Jesus says, ask anything in my name and my father will give it to you. And so I am praying for marriages. I'm praying for just any, I'm praying for prodigals to come home, whether it's a child, whether it's a husband, a wife, like whoever. Like I'm praying for his bride to find rest. I'm praying that the same hope that that I have in, in, in what he's done in our family, that you would have it, but even in a greater yeah. measure. Amen. So this is story- <laughs> meant to be, it was story time and encouraging. I think we're going to keep doing this type of video where yes. we just sit one camera out, simple. I got a little light here because it makes my wife's skin glow. And from there, that's it. We're going to call this story time. We'll try to do this once a, whenever the father says to do yes. it. Um, and I'll go from there. Now we do have a website. It's called fearlesslovemedia.com. I haven't been in it in forever. I've been so busy renovating this home. Uh, but anyway, if you want to know more about us, you Google there, there's places where you could actually uh, give to what we're doing. 
We actually have a movie project called Fearless Love Movie. Uh, it's more information there. It's basically our story. Uh, God gave me the script. Uh, we've been trying to raise funds for it for ooh, almost three years now. Almost three years. Um, and I really, really, really want to get and this story rewrite it and rewrite the script. Yeah. And it's, I think it's in a place where I really want to start filming it. So if you want to support that, go to our website. Again, it's www.fearlesslovemedia.com. God bless. Love you guys. Love you.